making soothing noises until Nana became distant again. She walked her grandmother over to the far wall. Why don't you take a look at this, uh, artwork while the detective and I chat? Winston smacked his palm against his forehead. He had forgotten to remove the framed equation reading, I like to eat equals area of a circle divided by radius squared. It didn't even have a picture of a steaming pie to help the old woman out. Unless she liked mathematics, Nana would be occupied for a while. When Carmen returned, Winston asked, Um, what's this talk about a killing? He didn't want his first case to be a homicide. Don't worry, she said, rolling her eyes. She glanced back at her grandmother, scooted closer to Winston, and whispered, It's all a figment of her imagination. Nana suffers from dementia. Teddy, my gramps, has been gone for decades, and he died quite peacefully in his sleep. So what do you need me for, then? Well, Nana took a liking to one of her co-residents at the care facility and confused him with her long-lost husband. This other Teddy died yesterday afternoon, and she keeps thinking that it's foul play. It's really stressing her out, so I want you to go investigate, Carmen used air quotation marks around the word, and settle the matter. I don't understand. Can't you just provide her with the original of Teddy's death certificate? Carmen frowned, a cute pull of her lips. We don't have the documentation anymore, and I can't be bothered getting a copy from a governmental office. They're always so slow. What about showing her the new death certificate? The replacement Gramps was called Joseph, so that won't work. She'll see the new name and be even more confused. Winston leaned back in his chair, making it squeak. Let me get this straight. You want me to stage an investigation to show your grandmother that her teddy died naturally so she can move on? Exactly. Carmen leaned forward, her juicy strawberry lips an inch away from his. I'll pay you, of course. She pulled two crisp fifties from a minuscule purse. Where had she hidden that on her body? Will this be enough, or do you need more? Winston watched Carmen's fingers dance close to him with the money and gulped. That's plenty. It's not even a real case, after all. Good. It's settled, then. Carmen wrote down the address on a piece of paper. Even her writing curled in seductive flourishes. Sweet Breeze, 2255 Julian Street. Winston watched Carmen's hips sway away from him as she helped her grandmother out the door. Chapter 2 an imposing blue Victorian house, complete with multiple gables and bay windows, housed the Sweet Breeze Residential Care Facility. The neighboring residences were turned into businesses as well, showcasing a Jane Marshall DDS, Boyle and Davies Law Offices, and Hair Solutions Salon, a treasure trove of services close by for the aged residents. Wicker chairs dotted Sweet Breeze's round porch, but nobody sat there, probably because downtown San Jose traffic wasn't very scenic. A slew of billboards nearby marred the cloudless sky, 
Baskin-Robbins, Santa Technologies, and the KRCT radio station. Despite the congested surroundings, it was still a grand home. He wouldn't mind living there himself, if his sister hadn't just sprung for the house he'd been renting for the last ten years. It's an investment, Marcy had said. She didn't like speaking directly. She would never call it bailing him out. At the door, Winston paused. He saw the octagonal patois above the frame and knew that the home was owned by some superstitious Chinese folks. Who else would place the protective mirror to ward off evil spirits? They probably had the whole place feng shui'd before opening up their business. It was a good thing the ninety-year-old man had died peacefully. Otherwise, the owners would have a fit. Winston walked inside and immediately smelled an infusion of mothballs. Close to the entrance, behind a wide sideboard, a nurse...